12 Secrets to Stop Panic Attacks and Agoraphobia Attacks. This is Law of Attraction Secrets. Join Miracle Mentor and Alchemy Life Coach Robert Sink and prepare to be empowered. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening to this special Law of Attraction podcast. I am your miracle mentor, your mentor of light, Robert Zink. And today we are soaring high like a big, beautiful eagle flying in the direction of your dreams and your goals. Well, this particular podcast is very personal to me because most people do not know this, but when I was in my late twenties, about 28, 29 into my early thirties, I suffered from agoraphobia and severe chronic panic attacks. I did everything under the sun. I was praying. I was going to Bible classes. I, I was taking piles of vitamins. I remember my grandparents took me to this special doctor that injected me with all kinds of stuff. None of it seemed to have any effect whatsoever. And it got worse. You know, it started off with, well, just a lot of anxiety. And then the anxiety grew. And pretty soon I was at a point where I really couldn't function. I really could not hold down a job. And so I operated out of my home most of the time. But it got so bad that I couldn't even do that after a while. So I have made a lifetime study of how to deal with panic attacks and agoraphobia. I really need to tell you, if you are suffering from panic attacks or agoraphobia, miracle mentoring and alchemy life coaching is for you. I'm going to share with you some tips today, some secrets that you can begin to apply. Now, this is not a quick podcast. We're going to go into a little bit of depth. I want you to stay with me, but before we do that, let's make sure and subscribe to us on YouTube or iTunes. And if you're subscribing on YouTube, be sure and click the bell icon. Okay. Because you're going to be enrolled in our monthly contest where we give away three manifesting accelerators to three lucky subscribers on our channel. Okay, here we go. So I'm not going to go into the definition of agoraphobia. There are plenty of those. Literally, it means fear of wide open spaces, but it can mean a lot of other fears and it can be just fear for the sake of fear. I like to think that agoraphobia, when a person is fearing a panic attack, what they're really fearing is the fear itself, the increased heart rate, the feeling like you're going to die, the inability to catch a breath, uh, the dizziness, the vertigo, all of that. That's what agoraphobics really fear. Now, panic attacks are a little bit different because oftentimes they're stimuli based but they don't have to be. And I know some of you suffer from panic attacks all the time. Here's the thing. 
If you are a manifester, if you're looking to take your life to the next level, then you don't need to be plagued with these panic attacks and agoraphobic attacks because they're negative energy and they're based on negative thoughts and negative vibrations and fears and doubts and all of that kind of stuff. So one of the things that people have is when they go through this, when they start experiencing increased panic attacks and agoraphobia attacks, they experience pain in the chest. I know when I was bad, I was rushed to the hospital three or four times only to be shot up with Valium and told to go home. In other words, a panic attack can mask itself as a heart attack. So, you know, there's something important in this because even if you're having a severe panic attack, unless you get real sensitive to your body and get to understand what your body really feels like, it's always best to opt on the side of safety and assume it might be a heart attack. But again, that increases the panic because now you're assuming that you're dying and that's part of a panic attack. I'm dying. I just falling apart here. How about those dizzy feelings? That terrible, absolutely terrible when you just cannot stand up straight or loss of balance or numbness uh, in one hand or the other. And then of course, either panicky breathing, dilated pupils, the feeling that you're about to pass out or die or worse. That's what happens. So when doctors told my father after I'd gotten real bad that I needed to go into an institution and my father said, well, no, that's not going to happen. And they said, well, we're never going to talk him out of it. He's too smart. And the best thing to do is put him in an institution and we'll medicate him and he'll be happy for the rest of his life. Well, obviously I didn't go to the institution. I got rid of that doctor and I continued to study and learn. And as I did that, I began to empower myself. Now I had already known about the law of attraction, but when you're caught up in a state of constant, total panic and fear and doubt, knowing about the law of attraction, knowing about the ancient mysteries, knowing about self-empowerment, it only helps you so far. So I'm going to help you with some ideas here that are going to give you a little bit of grip, a little bit of a handle with your panic attack. But first I want to ask you a personal favor. I want you to share this with as many people as you can on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you share things, because there are people all over the world that are suffering from severe panic attacks and agoraphobia. And I think they're going to need this podcast. I'd like them to have it. Okay. So will you help me there? I appreciate it. This is the number one podcast on personal empowerment, success, and the law of attraction. You're listening to the miracle mentor of light, Robert Zink. Number one, you have to deal with the panic attack before it becomes full blown. When you're lying on the ground, shaking and clutching your chest and in the middle of deep breathing and hyperventilation 
and eyes dilated and feeling like you're going to die, you're just going to have to go through it and come out the other end. You need to deal with it when you first start to get the thoughts, when you first start to feel the fears, when you first start to feel the doubts and the apprehension, when it, when it's at about a number two on the scale, one to 10, 10 being a full blown, a panic attack and two being that mild anxiety. That's when you need to take hold of it. Most of you are waiting for the panic attack to get worse. You're saying, well, I'm feeling anxiety right now, feeling a little nervousness, but it isn't that bad. But that's the time you want to reduce that three or four number down to a one or a two or even a zero. Take action before the panic has completely erupted. Once it's going, it's pretty tough to slow it down, but you can deal with it beforehand. Number two, it's important that you instantly stop futurizing. Okay. And get yourself centered on your breath in through the nose. Four seconds, hold it for four seconds out through the mouth for four seconds. And just focus on your breath, slowing your breath rate down. Now, I remember at the height of my situation, when I was having really severe panic attacks back in the late eighties, I had to carry a paper bag around me. Uh, I'm not suggesting that you carry a paper bag. What I am suggesting is that you stop futurizing at that moment. Now, if you are driving, you can just pull over and relax, relax your shoulders, relax your arms, and just concentrate on your breath. After a while, after a while of doing this, after some practice, you'll be able to concentrate on your breath, whether you're riding your bicycle or driving a car or in a school bus with a whole bunch of people, whatever the circumstances are, you will absolutely be able to control your breath. So practice the fourfold breath. What breathing does when it is concentrated like that, when you are focused on your breath is it reduces futurizing and gets your mind focused on your breath. In other words, you become present moment. It's kind of like practicing meditation all day long. And if you have to focus on your breath for 20 minutes, you know, while you're going through doing other things in your day, or maybe you have to sit and quiet yourself down, whatever works for you. I'm at the point now, if I start to feel a little bit of anxiety in my body, I just begin the fourfold breath. In for four seconds, out for four seconds, empty for four seconds, full for four seconds. So that's how it works. It's pretty simple, but I can do it anytime, any place. Some of you may need to stop whatever you're doing for a few minutes and just focus on your breath. I'm going to give you a short technique, kind of the cliff note version of a technique that you can practice each and every day. You do this with your eyes closed. So you close your eyes every day. 
and just relax. You might want to focus on progressive relaxation from your toes all the way up to your head, feeling each and every muscle beginning to relax, unwind, and soften. After you've done that, take what it is that you fear. Perhaps you fear dying. Perhaps you fear being alone. Perhaps you fear driving. Perhaps you fear flying. Take what it is and take that fear and give it an image. Make it some kind of a ugly, nasty monster and then turn it black and white. Turn it black and white as if it's a statue and then move it away from yourself mentally in your mind as if that monster was moving further and further away until it's the size of a postage stamp. And now simply snap your fingers, take a deep breath and feel yourself in a powerful, resourceful state. Maybe you are running on the beach in Hawaii. Maybe you're playing tennis. Maybe you're skydiving. Maybe you are at a wonderful resort eating the most phenomenal dinner of your life. I don't care what it is. It just has to be powerful, colorful, resourceful, and pleasant and relaxing. Okay? And so do this every day. And when I do it, I do it 10 times in a row, 10 times in a row. And if you do it 10 times in a row, I'm telling you, after about a week of doing it, the fear of that particular thing, whatever it is that you fear, whether it's the fear of fear, the fear of anxiety, flying, work, going broke, whatever whatever that fear is, it will start to diminish. You're going to kind of feel like, wow, I don't even need to do this anymore. That fear is completely gone. It's like me going into an airplane. When I had this condition that lasted about four years in my late twenties and early thirties, I couldn't fly anywhere. But now I get into an airplane, I fall asleep. I've conditioned myself to be so relaxed inside that airplane that I just don't feel any anxiety at all. Okay. I just enjoy the ride. Okay. Number four, overstimulate fearful emotions in a safe place. Okay. So for example, you take your bedroom, perhaps you light a few candles, make it very relaxing. Maybe you have your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife or your mother or your dad sitting in there with you. And you purposely put yourself on that huge roller coaster in your mind to the point where you're shaking and breathing hard and your eyes are dilated and you just keep going through it. You just keep doing it over and over and you make it bigger. In other words, if the roller coaster that you want to go on is only this big, the real one, make the one in your mind 10 times bigger. Make it to the point where you're sitting there and you're going, ah, 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 and just go through it because it's all in your mind. You're lying on your bed or you're sitting in a chair, you're in a safe place. And if you feel like you're just out of control, like you're panicking too much, 
Again, just tap yourself on the chest and get back into that fourfold breath and vibrate one word, one word. I want you to vibrate calm, 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 calm. So what I'm doing is I'm vibrating the word calm in my mind. I slow everything down with a fourfold breath. And then you know what I do? I get back on that roller coaster again, or I get back on that airplane again, or I climb that ladder again, whatever it is that is causing you that anxiety. And if you have dizziness issues, I just learned this not too long ago. The best thing you can do is get a few people that you trust, that you love and that love you, find a safe environment and start turning in a circle slowly until you get dizzy and get your body conditioned to handle the dizziness so that you can turn around and spin around and not get dizzy. Make sense? I mean, look at these astronauts when they're training. They're going around these centrifugal force machines and they don't get dizzy. And the reason is, is that they have trained themselves. They've conditioned their bodies. I want you to condition your body and your mind. And when you're doing this meditation and you're increasing the anxiety, guess what? Pretty soon you don't feel it. Pretty soon it's just, it's minimal. And then you go down there and you get on the real roller coaster and you go, this is a lot more tamer than the one in my mind. I mean, the one that I created in my mind, wow, it was like, oh, we're going straight up and I don't see any track at the end. You know, that kind of thing. I'm going upside down, flipping this way. And then the one you go on is just a normal little roller coaster. It's not a big deal. Overstimulate fearful emotions in a safe place. That's number four. Number five, remember that most of your anxiety comes from experiences. It comes from brain chemistry, but it comes from your subconscious mind. So I'm going to give you a few suggestions here. One, Dr. Alexander Lowen, MD. He wrote a book called Bioenergetics. I think the book was out in the seventies. You can still get it. Get the book, practice the exercises. What he found and what Dr. Wilhelm Reich found is that a lot of our anxiety is not just in our subconscious mind, but it's also in our neuromuscular structure, what they called, right, called body armoring. In other words, it's trapped within there. And so when you have an anchor that's activated coming out through your subconscious mind, it also activates all of that anxiety energy trapped within your muscles. So the book bioenergetics will have you doing some different exercises. They're kind of fun. They're pretty easy. And remember, while you do it, be sure and practice the fourfold breath. Number two, rewrite your past. Take five minutes each day and take a situation. You know, my dad used to beat me. Well, create a visualization where you maybe have a different dad. Create your own dad and see him buying you chocolate bars and taking you places and doing things and thank him and love him 
and feel that gratitude for him. Remember, the stuff that happened with your parents and all of that crap that may be causing you anxiety today and fear and doubt, it's just in your mind now. Yes, at one time it may have happened, but right now it lives and breathes in your mind. So rewrite it by every day visualizing a different past. You don't have to be stuck to the same script. You don't have to be stuck to the same past. Rewrite it. You're going to be amazed at how good you feel. You're going to feel wonderful. It's a way of clearing without making yourself addicted to something for the rest of your life because you can clear it. I say three or four times on each little area of your life and it's cleared. I had a gentleman in uh, Switzerland, believe it or not, Rachel, he had a phobic attack to the point where he would stop breathing or his breathing would get very bad when he saw or smelled chocolate. <laughs> that's not a good thing when you live in Switzerland, they're known for their chocolate. And we did this exercise with him, but he just couldn't control it. He couldn't have chocolate in the home. He couldn't be around it. He couldn't smell it because he worked in it when he was a kid. We rewrote his past and we did it about seven times. And then that evening when we went out to dinner, I went over to the waiter privately and I said, can you bring him a chocolate cake or a cupcake? And they did. And he looked at it. He looked at me. He knew who did it. And he ate it. Oh, it was so wonderful to see him overcome that little, that little phobia. But it was crippling him because he lives in a country of chocolate. Well, next, cancel challenge and then use positive affirmations. So when you get a negative thought that's starting to build up, cancel that thought and then challenge it, write it down. What is the thought that you fear? And then debate it, argue against it, convince yourself that that fearful thought makes no sense whatsoever. And then invoke a positive. I am affirmation. I am powerful. I am calm. I am relaxed. I am peaceful. I am harmonious. Okay. But cancel the thought, say, cancel that thought. Just say it and then sit down and challenge it. Now, if you are out and about and you don't have a pencil and paper handy, challenge it in your mind and then start filling yourself with those positive affirmations. This is an incredible way to clear energy and clear it fast. Okay. Number six, in my journey, I have discovered that slowing down is so important. Just slow down, get out of this rush state. I got to get this done. This has to be done. I got to rate, make it there and plan your day accordingly by giving yourself a little extra time to get certain places to accomplish certain goals throughout the day. Slow it down to the best of your ability. Number seven on my list is using aromatherapy. Nothing is, is sweeter than having pleasant scent, relaxing scents 
just floating through the house or through your office or wherever you're at. You can even get them for your car. And I like the aromatherapy necklaces that you can dip in pure essential oil. Do not use artificial oil. Use pure essential oils. Now, here are three that I recommend. Amber, myrrh, and or lavender. Those three are absolutely incredible for calming you down. You can put a little dab under your nose so you're smelling it. Or as I said, get a little personal diffuser or have a cold air mister in your home where you can have that wonderful aromatherapy calming your energy field down from the outside all day long. I highly recommend, and we're going to create a video. It isn't up yet, but I highly recommend shamanic tapping and release because we're not focused. We use other methods for releasing the negative energy. The danger with some of the EFT methods is I believe it taps negative energy in. Now, it may not seem that way initially, but my experience in my own journey working with my clients, it does tend to do that. I like using archetypal forms and I like using energy and I like tapping positive I am affirmations into my energy field with shamanic tapping and release. Learn about the power of incantations. Incantations are different from affirmations in that incantations are where you give a command to your subconscious mind. I command my subconscious mind to aid me in remaining calm. There's that word again, relaxed at peace, in harmony throughout the day. I command my subconscious mind to feel totally relaxed. I command my subconscious mind to help my body begin to go limp and soften and relax and become calm as I enter the airplane. So that's what happens is that if you do the incantations enough, situations that used to make you feel anxious now actually calm you down. Oh yeah, that's good. Isn't that nice? And that's called an incantation. We really emphasize incantations in our private one-on-one miracle mentoring and alchemy life coaching program. And we're going to do some more videos and podcasts on incantations for you here in the near future. Get off the following foods, please. Sugar, artificial sweeteners, nightshades. If you don't know what nightshades are, you can look them up on Google. There's a variety of nightshades such as tomatoes and things like that. Soy, peanuts, gluten. For some of you, beans. Yes, beans. Beans are high in lectins which can cause leaky gut. And that can cause a whole host of problems leading to panic attacks and anxiety. And of course, dairy. Get off the dairy. Now I'm going to recommend a book. I'm going to recommend an author. Forget the book. Get anything by her. Okay. Anything she has written on Amazon, download it, study it. 
it will help you. Uh, and her name is JJ Virgin. Okay. JJ Virgin, be sure and get anything that she has written. It will help you with your diet. Hey, look at, you can't be eating foods that cause anxiety and expect to not feel it. Some foods are naturally going to cause anxiety. Well, number 11 is fill your house with some positive crystals, particularly amethyst and rose quartz and increase the music in your house, but make certain that the music is calm and relaxing. Classical music is best because it stimulates both sides of your brain. It's going to help you relax intellectually, but it's also going to help you relax energetically as well. You don't have to have it loud. Just have it nice and calm and in the background. Well, finally, get a diary. Get a diary. Make your own diary if you want and challenge yourself. I remember when I was at my worst, my first challenge, because I lived upstairs in an apartment and I needed people to help me get upstairs. Not that I was weak. It's just that I would break down in panic attacks. So my first challenge was to take two steps down every day for a week, all by myself. Door had to be shut. Nobody watching just two steps. And I'd be panicking, but by the third day, I wasn't panicking anymore. I just, okay. First two steps. The next week, five more steps and do that every day. And finally all the way down and then all the way back up and then down and up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now understand as bad as I was in my late twenties and early thirties, I went on to work in Las Vegas. I have done live shows all over the world. I have traveled most of Europe and parts of the East by myself or with a limited number of people. I've had lectures and workshops with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And of course, I've been on television, radio, as well as this daily podcast. So it's just not a part of my life anymore. It doesn't have to be a part of yours. I want you to claim your 30 minutes of miracle mentoring and alchemy life coaching. But if you do, and you are an agoraphobic or suffer from severe panic attacks, write out an extended letter. Tell me what you do for a living, where you live at, how it started, how bad it gets. Let me know a little bit about your situation because I'm only going to take three clients at any given time. And I'm looking specifically for three clients who want to rid themselves of panic and fear and doubt and achieve their highest potential in life. That's what we're here to do at law of attraction solutions to help you master and achieve your highest potential. So thank you so much for listening. Again, I ask you to share this information. This is only, this information only touches the tip of the iceberg of what we have available to help you with your panic attacks and your agoraphobia. Again, have a great day now. Breathe. Relax. Calm. There is one difference between peak performers and those who just settle for seconds, thirds, 
or worse. This one difference is the edge between those who attract the life they desire and those who struggle and never seem to obtain what they desire. The difference is confidence. Now you can unlock the door to a life of confidence, power and magnetism. You can obtain a promotion, talk to anyone anywhere, make more money, be a compelling public speaker, meet and attract the opposite sex, build your own company, enjoy the popularity you deserve. Visit www.lawofattractionsolutions.com and download your copy of the first new audio program release of 2016 from Robert Zink. Empower yourself with a life-changing program. Building Confidence, Personal Power and Magnetism by Robert Zink. In this program you will experience 24 confidence-building techniques the Miracle Hypnotic Confidence Accelerator, and the Two-Minute Daily Confidence Claiming Exercise. Get your instantly downloadable copy of the audio program Building Confidence, Personal Power and Magnetism now at www.lawofattractionsolutions.com It will change your life.